0: Last week, a Taliban assault on a government security force's base killed more than 100.
1: It's the latest in what has become near-daily assaults by the Taliban.
0: Russia marked the 30th anniversary of the Soviet army's withdrawal from Afghanistan yesterday.
1: Afghanistan is America's longest war. Combat troops have been there nearly double the amount of time they were in Vietnam. And the war has touched generations of Afghans.
0: This is the Afghanistan we hear about today. We think of it as a place of violence and extremism, as a site of America's longest-running war. That's not how I think of it. Every family has an origin story, and Afghanistan is the start of mine. From Swarthmore College. From Swarthmore College. This is. This is. This is. This
2: is, this is War News Radio.
0: Hi, my name is Keaton. My parents were born in Afghanistan in the 1960s. And in 1978, a political coup set off a chain of events, one that led to my parents moving here to the United States, and to the United States going there, to war. When that coup happened, my mother was a child and scared.
2: I used to see a lot of riots outside Um, the Ministry of Education, the Home Ministry, Foreign Affairs Ministry, and... um, and it became a norm, sort of, that, oh, there's another riot. Uh, but I didn't know what to make out of it because I was just a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, and I wouldn't think of it as much until uh, the overthrown of uh, Daud Khan and the Russians marching in. And then the next day we see all these Russian tanks and Russian soldiers. And uh, then we knew that our country has been abducted by the Russians.
0: This is a moment in Afghan history that our news cycle has drowned out. Through the lives of my parents, I hope to shed some light on it, to give some context for a current political moment. This is a story of changing landscapes, of religious identity, emigration, and relocation.
2: Uh, My birth name is Pinky, and my last name, birth name is Kapoor, um, but my married name is Priyanka and uh, Kakar.
0: That's my mom, Priyanka. She was born in Afghanistan a decade before the coup.
2: I was born in Kandahar uh, in a hospital, and uh, very proud of that because that was the first woman hospital, and I was uh, amongst the very first ones to be born there. I grew up in Kabul. My um, dad was an uh, exporter of um, uh, pistachios and almonds and green raisins to the rest of uh, Asia, including Russia and mainly India.
0: Afghanistan is a predominantly Muslim country. My parents are Hindus and were part of a religious minority of Afghan Hindus that no longer has a presence in Afghanistan.
2: We were always uh, were told, uh, even on a bus, on a public bus, that uh, you are Hindu, uh, so you belong to India, correct? You are only a guest here, correct? And we will just nod our head and say, yes, that's correct. Um, because we didn't know what else to say.
0: My father, Balram also grew up as a Hindu in Afghanistan, but he didn't experience a lot of discrimination. Unlike my mom, he didn't often interact with Muslims.
1: For me, it was, you basically walked to the school, and it was all in English, Medium, and Hindi schools, um, and you learned everything you learned there, and uh, the only interaction I would have is if i go to the movies or i go to run errands for my parents, Uh, and there was a lot of religious freedom. There was never, uh, we grew up, completely feeling that we were totally entitled. There was no intermarriage. There was not social interaction, but there was a lot of business interaction. Hindus have lived in Afghanistan for centuries. Some estimates say that in the
0: 1970s, there were 700,000 Sikhs and Hindus living in the country. Though they were minorities, they had an important role in the economic system.
2: Uh, Hindus were called Lala, and Lala in Pashto means big brother. And um, the ones who respected Hindus would always call all the Hindu men, Lala, how are you?
0: In Afghanistan, Hindus acted as money brokers.
1: There was no credit bureaus, so your reputation was the most important thing. You couldn't go to FICO and check somebody's credit. So you just called a few people and you checked on how that person was. And and I think over the years, they developed the trust and people trusted them.
0: My dad's father was one of these brokers.
1: He had a great sense of business. and uh, um, But my memory of him is really being one of the big business people in Afghanistan. He controlled uh, the price of currency. And, and at some point, he was the basic merchant for dollars. So any trade that was done, they would have to come and buy dollars from him. Mm. And he had accounts in London and New York. And uh, people would come in with uh, uh, Afghanis. Over there, give it to him, and then he would pay their vendors. It was in this socio-political context
0: that my parents grew up. In 1973, when my mom was six and my dad was eight, the king of Afghanistan was overthrown by Daoud Khan, who named himself president. This upheaval was a precursor to the political coup that changed my parents' lives. At first, President Daoud Khan was friendly toward the Soviet Union, but eventually, he moved towards the West instead. As a result, Afghani communists were increasingly dissatisfied with him. Riots broke out. And in April of 1978, the People's Democratic Party of Afghanistan launched a coup that overthrew the government, assassinating Daoud Khan and his large family.
1: Uh, a fellow by the name of Muhammad Taraki, who was a, a general in the army, um, went into the palace with the whole bunch of guards and uh, basically killed not only Daoud Shah. They orchestrated a coup where they went in and killed not only Daoud Shah himself, but even his kids and grandkids, young children mm-hmm. at the ages of 10, 12. With, I think mom went to school with one of them.
2: A classmate, uh, Ghazal, which were, who was the granddaughter of the president, was assassinated. Um, her mom was pregnant. She was assassinated. And um, so it kind of uh, uh, was tragic time. And um, as a teenager... Uh, I felt depressed, and this is when my uh, mom insisted that we should leave the country. But they didn't leave right away.
1: So so my father sensed all of that before anybody else did. So in 1978, even before Dawood Shah was either overthrown or was getting overthrown, uh, we were in India. And I think it was, a, we were in India visiting when the overthrow took place. And that's when he called from and from Kabul, and says, don't come back. You guys settle there, put the kids in school there, and don't come back. After the 1978 coup, usury was
0: abolished by the People's Democratic Party of Afghanistan, the new communist government that held a tenuous grasp on the country. For a family that made its money from banking, that was bad news, and my grandfather knew that. My mother's story is different. Her family's wealth was based on crops and agriculture, and her father was reluctant to sell his land and leave. Then things got even worse. In December of 1979, the Soviet Union invaded. They overthrew the fragile and chaotic People's Democratic Party, sparking international outrage and throwing the country into further turmoil. After a few years, my mom was able to get out.
2: the only country in 1981 uh, or 1980 uh, after the Russian attack uh, that would had their embassy open for visas was India. And even that, because we were Hindu, we could um, only uh, ask for a um, a pilgrimage visa. And that's the only way we could get out. And the Muslims were completely banned to leave the country. And only Hindus were allowed, um, only if they got the visas.
0: My mom was fortunate. Her mother applied for her to get a U.S. green card. And while it was being processed, my mom sought temporary refuge in India. But despite being Hindu, she didn't feel accepted there.
2: They told us, oh, you are Afghani. Why are you here? Um, You don't belong here. You should go back to Afghanistan. And Indians in general never accepted us as Indians. So in essence, we are stateless.
0: My mom was younger than I am now when all this stuff happened. I'm still not sure how she made it through.
2: We were teenagers, uh, didn't know what the future held, um, missed my home terribly, missed my country, uh, hated India's poverty, um, the heat, uh, not used to uh, being in that situation and being alone, and makes you grow up overnight.
0: And despite the safety that fleeing to the states afforded her,
2: at heart, my mom never really wanted to leave Afghanistan. And I will say, no, I don't want to leave. I want to go fight the Russians. <laughs> They've taken my country and I'm taking it back. And my mom will say, don't you know, you are a Hindu teenage girl. You, don't, you can't go and fight. I'll say, well, in my dreams I can. <laughs> so I was uh, fighting Brezhnev in my dreams.
0: Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Keaton Kakar. This piece was produced by me, Kyle Richmond-Crossett, William Reed, Jake Staddle, and Rohit Nair. This piece was supported by the Lang Center and the Swarthmore College Provost's Office. This is War News Radio.